0: Welcome to the we rtr podcast, a podcast about everything travelers rest, with your host Lacey Keegley and Brandon Tims. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to the W R T R podcast. I'm Brandon, along with Lacey. How's your week been, Lacey? It's been
1: it's been a good week, but. Um... A busy week we had the tornado I teach school one day a week and of course the one day a week I teach with a tornado <laughs> warning bring tor- yeah. kids in a yeah, it was, hall it was so that wasn't awesome.
0: Crazy yesterday yeah. it's like the whole house was like rattling around and it was it was crazy. Yeah. So because of my poor vernacular I'm gonna let <laughs> Lacey here uh oh, introduce thanks. where we are and our uh our guest today. Well we
1: are, I can paint a word picture. We're, at, it's actually a gorgeous morning and we're at Restaurant 17, Hotel Domestique and we're at Hayden, shop. Did I do that right? Good yes. Night. Are good enough? Nailed it. Sh- oh, nailed it. it, perfect. <laughs> uh, my last name is always, it's been my last name before I got married was hard to say. My last name now is hard to say so, you know, I feel it. Um, and we, he is an award winning chef which we're gonna let you tell us more about that but it's a gorgeous morning and we get to chat with you about what you do out here at Restaurant 17.
2: Absolutely looking forward to
1: it. Yeah. So first tell us actually let's just start with the accolades first because um you know we're winning. Um I feel like it was the Jane Feard Award. Is this what I'm talking about? Or no, it's a different one. I'm no. I can't remember. Hey, your okay.
2: So we got um Outstanding Chef of the Year and then the uh, Hotel Chef of the Year.
1: You got both. Yeah. This year. Fantastic. Wow. So what does that come with? What do you get? What are
2: the? I mean, it just uh, it's, title? it's reassuring that um, a couple people along the way are recognizing your hard work. More than a
1: couple. Um, <laughs> it <laughs> makes, <appreciate> <laughs> you know, makes you feel good
2: about what you're doing. Yeah. It certainly um, makes you realize that you stick with it. You know, don't lose focus. Um, keep motivated. That it will pay off. And then uh, also let you know to keep going harder. Yeah. Don't don't stop there. Certainly uh we would love to, you know, get a James Beard award one day. Um
1: I could see that in your leading
2: to bigger things for sure.
1: How did you get from like tell us a little bit about your background, like what brought you here, how long you've been at restaurant seventeen and what got you here?
2: So I've been here November will be three years. Okay. So a little over a little over two. Um I basically was able to work with really good chefs around town and if i you know uh, if i wasn't their sous chefs, and i was uh the chef at the place that i wanted to be um, from i guess a teenager you know i had yeah. had this idea in my head that this is the, the life i wanted to choose i um, was always intrigued by being able to play with knives, and <laughs> play with food, and play with fire. Um, you know, use your hands the whole time along the way. I, My first job, I uh, worked under my pops and had very humble beginnings. Um, started out, you know, washing dishes and doing a little bit of prep until I could Be trusted and prove myself.
1: Did he have a restaurant?
2: Uh, He so he didn't have his own, but he worked for uh, City Range. Okay. So that was kind of like my uh, first intro. Got my uh, got my wings there, so to speak. And uh, I stuck it out for about seven years.
0: Wow.
2: And um, ended up you know leaving as the executive chef when it was all said and done. And then from there I just you know I didn't want to uh, just kind of get. Stagnant, get comfortable. You know, um, I think sometimes when you're, if that's all you know, you know, just one place, kind of limit yourself in some ways. So I wanted to branch out and see what else people have. Um, wanted to experience different restaurants, different cuisines. So um, just thought the next, the next good move would be go out to the cliffs and see what uh, what was happening out there. Um, completely different, you know, change. Focus and learned a lot of great things. Uh, Worked under a great chef at the time and um, just kind of kept trying to improve from there, trying to go to the next level. um, You know, whether it's a better place or a more reputable spot or whatever it was, I just felt like um, I kept working to get to that spot so there was no point in feeling like. plateaued or anything, so I wanted to keep keep on to the next, and, you know, long story short, I felt like after 15 years that, you know, Greenville, um, it was good to me, but I pretty much had been everywhere I wanted to be, so there was an opportunity uh, here at Restaurant 17, and I uh, was lucky enough to get my name in the hat, there was a bunch of other um, local chefs very talented chefs that um, we were all kind of you know, neck and neck trying to get the spot um, and it came down to three of us and somehow some way it please tell out. me there was
0: like a cook-off or like it, 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 y'all were oh, like yeah, in the kitchen know, like gnawed sure. each other's necks We've like
2: I came in to do my cook test uh, oh, so and cool. you know sit down at the round table and talk with the bosses and you know the other staff as well and then as soon as I was done, the next guy was right there in line. Oh, yeah. so, and, and, you know, and I also knew those two other chefs, and they were very worthy adversaries. And uh, one of them, for sure, I just thought he had it. I was like, you know, I just, I was like, all right, well, uh, glad they, you know, got to come this far. But I was like, <laughs> you know, so-and-so, he's, he's got it in the bag. Um,
0: what did you cook? That's
2: what did question. I cook? So, <laughs> I, made, I mean. to, to
0: get to, to be the, the head so chef might, is such so, a prestigious so, place here. So,
2: not, um. You know the owners, the handicaps are very. Um, they're very simple eaters. You know. Yeah. Um, they eat. George is a little more adventurous. Um, Rich is very, um, very simple. Yeah. He he definitely um, you know likes his steaks and his burgers and his you know <laughs> like just just the uh, just
0: simple comfort food. The good food, old
2: yeah. yeah, the good old comfort food. Yes. Um, does not care for any seafood. So, so I had a little bit of uh, them, I had a little bit of background <laughs> on that, you know, I had a little inside information. Yeah. So I knew alright, don't make any seafood, you know, don't don't put this up. Um, and I also you know heard through Grapevine that they uh, that they love tacos. So I had yeah. you know I had two little 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 bits of uh, inside information that maybe the other guys didn't have yeah so I definitely <laughs> used that to my advantage. Made some really good tacos um, that we just you know it was kind of like the little snack roll first. First course we did. I think we ended up just making three dishes. Um, second dish was like just a really nice light salad. Uh, basically, just kind of you know utilized everything I saw laying around. Just <laughs> made you know made something on the on the whim. And then the third one um, was chicken parmesan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember you know it's just one of those things where
0: yeah, everybody loves chicken parmesan. Yeah, and
2: right. I just thought to myself you know it doesn't have to be. 10 things on, and using tweezers, and this, that, and the other. Um, That could come later, but I wanted to, you know, I wanted to really capture um, the simplicity, and I wanted them to, uh, you know, have an idea that uh, it's, you can bundle it all together. It's not just, you know, the elaborate things, and everything else. You you have to be, uh, you have to have an understanding of that, but then also, sometimes the hardest thing to do is the simplest things. Yeah, if you
0: sure. can do the, the simple things right and do it good, like that goes a lot further. I, I mean, that goes all through life. You know, life lesson sure. here, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can do the, the simple things right. You can, The bigger things would be easier. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. People sure. notice notice the, the little simple things, I think.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's true. Well, tell me, so I have a, a daughter who's graduating from high school this year, and we're constantly in my house talking about um, you know, the college versus real life experience. So in your field, you know, talk to us about that. Like, um, in, in, in your industry, is a certain school better, or is real life experience inside a restaurant better, some combination of both, you know? because it's hard to, to know which direction to go for someone who wants to do this?
2: So, I will say, um, being a chef is one of the few things in life where if you hang around other chefs you, and you work hard, you know, you put your heart's in it, and you made your mind up, and you're willing to make all of these sacrifices, um, you will eventually be a chef. Mm. Now, I say that, you know, you can hang around lawyers, and you can hang around doctors, and you can know every single thing they know. And you could essentially um, be as good as them, but you won't actually be a doctor, you won't actually be right. a lawyer, you know? Um, so in that sense, I think it's one of the few things where you can put in the work, and you can get to where you <coughs> want to be. But with that said, it certainly doesn't hurt to go to a school. Um, I will say the only thing I think that it does is to get you a little bit further, a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen plenty of people um, come in from the big giant, you know, the fancy culinary schools, um, you know, straight A's, the whole nine, perfect students. And they can tell you the history of everything. You know what I mean? Right. They, can, they can tell you all this stuff and everything's textbook and, but you actually put them on the line or put them on the spot or throw them curveball um, and they're not ready for it. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're not um,
0: experience is the best teacher. For
2: sure. Definitely. You know they haven't yes. even been uh, they haven't even been exposed to any of it. So I think it's two part because it is important to go and to have that education, um, but also I think um, <coughs> knowing at the end of the day that if you don't want to go that route, that it is still possible to, to make it to whatever level you want. Yeah. There's plenty of Michelin star chefs who don't have any formal training, who never went to you know culinary school. Um, right. You know there's plenty of of entrepreneurs and everything else that, you know, are in this hospitality business who, you know, never really went to, to go just to do that. So I think it is important, but I also think it's important to know at the end of the day that um, what you're willing to put in is, is how far you're gonna basically end up. Right. So I think, uh, I think for the, you know, to sum it all up, it, uh, it makes sense to go to school if that's what you, you know, are set on and if that's what you know, uh, you know you're going to end up doing for 10, 15, 20 years and your heart's in it. Uh, and it also doesn't have to, to hurt to have, you know, usually you're going to have a separate degree on top of what you're going in for you know, hospitality. So that also helps, and, you know, whether it's a business degree or something along the lines. But um, I think I think uh, just knowing, knowing that it can be done, also is a good thing at the yeah. end of
0: the day as well. Yeah, so where do you start as a chef? I guess. Do you start as a busboy and work your way up, or, or what's the you know way to go? I
2: can only speak for myself, and that's why I kind of think that I would like to do things. Uh, well, you know, if it was if it was my kids and they wanted to be a chef, you know, first I would try to talk them out of it. Uh, <laughs> but then I would I would also, you know, want them to go through, come up the hard way, so to speak, you know, go, go through go through the ropes, um, because there are people that legit think that you get out of school and you have your degree and you are on paper a chef, but you don't you don't have the experience, so. Usually, you might start out as a sous chef, or a what does is, what is, what
0: is a sous chef do?
2: I mean, if you think about is that like it, making appetizers, uh, or? A sous chef is basically the right-hand man, or right-hand ma'am, you know? Uh, they are filling in the gaps. They're doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. They are, you know, in tandem with the chef. Like the
1: assistant uh, director. Exactly, or, yeah.
2: exactly. So, you know, the chef really has to, you know, surround himself with a few good, they always say, you know, behind every successful chef, you know, it's a successful sous chef. Um, And usually plural, you know, usually it's more than one sous chef. Right. Um, But it's also one of those things where the sous chef kind of has the hardest job, you know? They're, you know, trying to keep up with the chef's standards and, you know, don't want to let him or her down. And then they also have this operation to run within that. And then they're, you know, usually in a unique spot where they're held to the same standard as the chef and right. you know they have just as much to worry about outside of the kitchen as far as like the dining room you know still you know keeping um, a good relationship with the staff you know front of the house as well so it is uh, you know it's a big role that he or she wears uh, or, or plays because it is more than just uh, you know coming in and working a station or coming in and you know, being responsible for this little part of the kitchen or something like that. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, the, you know, if something wants to happen, the chef has to step out or the chef takes vacation or, you know, even on a, on a worse note where, you know, you're without a chef, um, then ideally uh, that sous chef should be able to run the whole operation. Right. And that's also, a, you know, a, a real testament of a good chef is how strong their sous chefs are, because you want them to be in a position uh, where they're empowered to feel good about running it, to not have to uh, call you up every 10 minutes and ask for approval, um, and you want to be able to trust them, you know, wholeheartedly, if, when you're not here or if you can't be here, um, to, to to set out keep the keep standards, you know, keep the vision.
0: Um, yeah keep everything up so it's a huge role that they
1: have
0: as a chef are you are you you actually cooking or are you delegating or or what what is what is the actual the head chef doing
2: i can only speak for myself (laughs) Um, and there is plenty of chefs that do tons of different things not to say that it's right not to say that it's wrong it all depends on the operation Um, you got a chef who might have 30 people behind him and the chef doesn't necessarily have to um, really be in the kitchen. He could be out schmoozing. He could be out, you know, um, keeping up with relations and he has a whole entire squad behind him um, that basically has a job for everything. He has his sous chefs who are really running the kitchen behind the scenes, you know, he has his head Head lead line cooks who are also you know helping the sous chefs do what they need to do, and then a whole brigade of people behind them. So he's maybe he or she is the one that is uh, you know conceptualizing, brainstorming, writing menus, you know, kind of keeping the uh, the vision and the concept, and he's just kind of imparting that to anybody else to trickle down. And then you have another chef who is. Um, Involved in every step of the way. So I myself, um, I work the line. I have my sous chefs work the line. Um, I don't want to ever, you know, be a clipboard chef where I just um, am pointing and you know just. Uh, It'd be sort of sad to lose yeah. a, I
1: don't know, but yeah. you really enjoy doing um,
2: So it is, you know, it is. Uh, every day is delegating, but also it is um, one of those things where I think. It's so important to have a chef that is uh, involved in some way um, of the day-to-day operation. And that could just be as, as simple as being on the outside of the line, but still observing every single thing along the way. Making sure that all of the techniques that you try to teach your staff are still being done right. Uh, you know, making sure that the you know, standards are still there making sure that You know, everything is ultimately the way you want it in the end. So I feel like by having a small kitchen, you know, this small operation that we have, um, usually we have two people on the line, one of them being myself, and the night will be three people. I feel like whether I'm on the inside or the outside of that, um, I'm still able to kind of be responsible for all of those things along the way.
1: It's a pretty relentless pace, I feel like, so how do you, um, you know, how do you balance work and
2: life? Are you here
1: every day? Is it like, is that that, a challenge for you?
2: So I think that's the most challenging thing for anybody. Um, I think, you know, being a chef is a very demanding job. You know, typically it's minimum 10-hour days, usually 12, 14-hour days, and then that can turn into 16 to 18-hour days, depending on what the business is, uh, your staffing, the time of the year, yeah. uh, so many different variables, but across the board, if you're able to work 50 hours as an executive chef, uh, you're, doing, you're either doing something extremely well or you are just maybe in a slow part of the season. Mm-hmm. So I think that the balance and you know the, the juggling to get that quality of life, that is the biggest piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Um so I myself am still trying to figure this out. Um, I myself we all? Yeah. I <laughs> myself kids? I do have children. Okay. Um I have two wonderful children. I my little girl turned ten in January and my son turned seven in November.
1: Oh man, those so are great ages too. They're
2: great ages. Um but also, you know, a lot of uh a lot of that would have been possible without having a strong support. I Have a wonderful wife who was there you know, almost the first nine years, uh, of a stay-at-home mom, and was able to spend a lot of time with them as well. And you, you have to, uh, you just have to figure it out. You have to juggle it. If that means, you know, going to bed at three in the morning and waking up at seven so you can see them for an hour or two before you get ready for work, you get ready for school, um, whatever that looks like, yeah. it, it all goes back to the sacrifices. If it is, you know, taking your kids to work, you know, and having them hang out with you for an hour until, you know, service comes, like, whatever it may be, I think you have to get creative sometimes and really make those things happen instead of just waiting on your day off or if you're lucky to get two days off in a row. um, (laughs) I think you just have to really, um, I think you just have to really once to balance those things out. And it's easy to just get in the routine of, you know, work, get home late, go to sleep, wake up, and then do it all again. Um, so I myself have been, you know, trying to incorporate a lot of different things into there. Um, I've been trying to pick up cycling. And, you know, another thing that's going to make me, you know, stronger mentally, stronger physically. Um, you're in the right place to do it. The so. right place to be. <laughs> it's, a, it's a no-brainer it's in, here. Yeah, it's in the air. Yeah. We have a huge support system here, so that you know, it'd be foolish to me not to, yeah. to even attempt that. And then also, um, just you know, just having my kids, letting them know, you know, bringing them here, letting them know like, why it is so important that we do what we do, and that you know, it doesn't maybe make sense right now, but um, this is why dad's working hard. Yeah. Uh, and and, and reassure them that um, it's not always just out here playing with fire and you know <laughs> doing doing podcast interviews <laughs> right right else, all the like, fun things there's a lot of uh, behind the scene things that they aren't aware of of why Never. we do have to uh work as hard as we do do um, you cook at
1: home
2: so i i do <laughs> cook at home but i don't get to cook as often as i'd like and um usually on family gatherings they try not to bother me um, but it's also, I don't look at it as a bother, but they feel like, you know, all you do is cook, the last thing you wanna do is cook. Sure. But I would much rather cook in a setting like that, you know, than in a setting where everybody's paying $100 a head and the margin for error is this big, yeah. and um, there's just a lot less pressure.
1: Sure. But no,
2: to answer your question, uh, I, I try to always have that one meal. Uh, for a while, I was lucky enough to take Sundays and Mondays, um, now it's looking like it's just going to be Mondays, oh, so boy, I try yeah, to sorry. make sure it's just that one that one day Whether you know it is all of us sitting down or even if I make it then it's there for my wife to have You know for the next day like I think it's definitely important. Are you
1: judgy though about what other people cook like so your wife makes something I was just about oh, to ask yeah. the <laughs> hot dog! Oh, okay. uh,
2: <laughs> so my wife, my wife is a, um, she is a pretty uh, simple eater. She is a vegetarian so it's very easy to prepare. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, um, it's ultimately, uh, how, how's the best way to, to describe this? It's pretty simple. It's pretty basic. <laughs> she will venture out and try new vegetables she's never heard of or, you know, things that she has in her mind that she doesn't like um, with some, some uh, encouragement along the way. Like, for example, she has it in her mind that she doesn't like beets. And I think she just thinks that beets <laughs> is like something from a can that's pickled. Right. There's, there's so many <laughs> wonderful ways to try beets. I've never um, eaten. It's just one of those that's things. Funny. Like You usually don't like them because you think of the time when somebody made it for you improperly. And then when you right. have something prepared right, you're like, well, I didn't know you could... You know, roast these. I thought you had to always boil these. Yeah, I, I, I just yeah,
0: I did that with Brussels sprouts here See? lately. Me like too. I used to I hate too. them and then like all of a sudden I'm like these are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think we're growing yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. <I was> responding
0: <laughs> my uh yes. my palate. old old palate. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean out was kids,
1: you know we grew up eating like it was the era where hamburger helper was invented and my mom was like oh, that's easy. <laughs> right. So we ate a, I mean I had a lot of brothers and, and you know they we ate stuff like that all the time and now I just, I don't know I, I can't stomach it. But that was,
2: that was, did you, you grow up eating well? Um, so, um, I was lucky enough to come up in a family with really good cooks. And we always um, were able to eat well as far as, like, you know, good, good, well-balanced meals. Yeah. Um, we didn't go out to eat a whole lot, but we always um, prepared our meals. And it was one of those things where we we would try things that were made well, and then when we would go other places, we'd be like, "Well, it's just, you know, it's, just uh, it's not quite like like Mom does or, or, or like Nan would do or yeah. something along those lines." Um, not to say that maybe ours was wrong all along, sure. but it uh, it certainly it certainly stuck with us, and we had. appreciation for good food at a young age. Um, And then also with my pops being a chef, you know, we certainly knew um, what was good and what wasn't good.
1: I've made, made, I mean, I have six kids and for one, i made them cook because I want to not do all the labor myself, Um, (laughs) because that's crazy. And two, I I really, you know, I have made it a priority to make sure that they can leave the house knowing that they can they may not choose to, and that's fine, but that they can prepare a meal so they each have like a basic thing. They're able to cook, and then they can always follow directions, but I just want them to be capable, you know, to be confident and capable. And one of my girls loves to cook, and she's actually much more like you're saying, like, well, what if you try these beets? I'm like, oh, okay. So I love that they're learning to be adventurous and figuring that out, I think that's fun. I think TV has kind of helped that, which sounds funny, but I think all these shows that make cooking look fun that we've had in the last couple years have helped kids want to, you know, explore and eat better food.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's important too, just to teach them. I mean, I look at it as like a basic survival skill, like, yes. like how to build a fire, yeah. you know, like finding shelter, like cooking food is the same thing. Yes. It doesn't necessarily mean you're making like these elaborate gourmet meals, but if you understand how to, you know, cook a, a piece of raw protein and, you know, cook it so you're not gonna get yourself sick into some right. like chicken <laughs> and understanding, you know, basic sanitation and then knowing how to just, kind of pair things together you know i think that's that's huge and that's going to get you very far yes. and then in doing so with that you know then that can turn over into trying new things and then like all right well you know i've got uh i've got these potatoes but you know what if i did something different with them instead of what i always do because um, it's going to set you up for other things yeah. that i feel like are going to carry over so I think it's huge um, to at least teach them the, the basics, the bare minimum. Even if it's grilled cheese and you know, making <laughs> right. a fresh soup or something like that, yeah. I think that those things um, are life skills. And I've seen people, you know, my age, I've seen people in their late 20s who who never spent time in the kitchen with their family, who have very little idea of cooking, who might even go out to eat every single day. Right. And you know, when it comes down to it. Something really does happen, um, and, and it's just and it's just you and you need your survival skills. You're and hungry. That's one of the most important survival skills <laughs> I think you need to know
0: uh, yeah, is I how agree. to kind of you know nurture yourself and, and prepare well, for when the yourself. robot takes over. I'm, uh, exactly. I'm coming up here. And <laughs> <laughs> Where and we're like gonna yeah perfect. absolutely. Do you have a favorite cooking show? What do you watch? And you're
1: like oh that Well, happens.
0: I haven't had cable for
2: about 10 <laughs> 12 years maybe. me. So. <laughs> yeah. We um, I'm kinda out of touch on everything. I I don't even see commercials, I don't even know new movies when they're coming out (laughs) until
0: somebody tells me about it.
1: I but they're already movies. Right? That too. They're
0: all on Disney now. All yeah the everything's going straight yes, to that's it true. Yeah. well our
1: kids have grown up without commercials I remember when um you know because you have you have Hulu or Netflix or whatever Yeah. Um, and I remember at one point we were at a hotel and my kids were a while ago but they were like what keeps interrupting our show what is this person I'm like well maybe that's a commercial you just live in a world where you didn't have regular right. TV like it's so different yeah um are we ready for the three questions yeah let's right. do it so we always ask these random three questions at the end um and we don't know what they are either so we'll see So first is a would you rather question, oh goodness. Would you rather (laughs) wear a onesie 24 seven for a year (laughs) or a horse head costume for one month? You can't take either one off, but the horse heads for only one month, the onesie's all year.
2: So I guess we still have to, uh go about life right? And do right. everything else so I would totally rock a onesie yeah I think <laughs> yeah. it would almost like
1: look like a uniform yeah. right yeah I could,
2: yeah. I could like have a whole like a chef jacket onesie and, yeah. and just yeah be crushing
1: it I think a yeah. onesie I could rock okay. it
0: yeah, yeah I think I could, I could go to totally onesie. rock it. I think
1: it's the only way to go that yeah. horse that's just too bulky yeah too you know. bulky
0: but It'd be I mean, light, they're, they're, And they're light, too, right? Yeah. You, know, so you got the really, shorts. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to have the ones with the shorts. Be comfortable. Yeah. yeah, you did not even yeah. think about what to wear yeah.
1: for a year. You just look good. All oh, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think the ones, one's that you yeah. <laughs> all right, do you have a signature move or a quirk that people notice or comment on? Oh, that's funny. Signature move mm. or a quirk.
2: I, I will probably have to say... <laughs> A signature move or quirk.
1: And that's hard. Yeah, because you
0: don't realize you're doing it. Exactly. I know. I'm trying to think if I know one yeah. Brandon
1: that I've noticed, but I don't know. <laughs> My friends tease me that I, I say, like, a lot of times I'll be, you know, sharing a story or complaining about something and say, well, that's fine. It was fine. It's all fine. And so, and they're like, okay, Lacey, it's fine. It's fine. So I must say that too much. Like, it's fine. <laughs> um, so maybe that's mine. I don't know.
2: I will have to say...
1: To be asking your wife yeah, ask like this you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I will have to say, I mean I'm sure I do some quirky stuff. Um maybe it is just like some I mean sometimes I hum, you know, like <laughs> like, like when it's like you know, to when it's chaos and then that brings everything back, you know, yes I'll, I'll I'll ground myself, so to speak. But um I can't think of like one particular thing maybe I just have too many
1: different
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, to phrase you one. always say yeah. yeah
1: but probably you ask your kids so we all need to ask what yeah. does dad or mom that's do that's hilarious yeah. yeah
2: I'm gonna have
0: to uh, I'm gonna yeah, have to ask, circle back to that one that, yeah <laughs>
1: Brandon, do you have one
0: I don't know like I think I start singing and I get like the same song like for like an hour and then my wife eventually just like yells at me please stop
1: <laughs> I, I have a kid who does that oh my word same song and he changes the lyrics each time they're not accurate at all we're like it's funny for like the first five or ten minutes but he just he doesn't hear himself you're like dude
0: yeah I think that's what I up. do I'm just like going around like kind of lowly singing to myself but like everybody else can hear it <laughs> That's the only thing I can really think of.
1: Like a side effect, like
0: ADHD is the. adult. I I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which we probably all
1: actually have. (laughs) alright last one. What's one bad habit you're trying to get rid
2: of? one bad Bad habit. habit. So I guess my bad habit would be um, not eating healthy in the sense of like a structured. I don't have like a routine. You know what I mean? Like. I'm usually never eating bread. It's like the cobbler's
1: shoe, kids yeah. who don't have shoes. I don't know why my dad always said that because no one knows
2: cobbler's <laughs> anymore. But yeah, so you're not taking care of yourself with right. your own skills. So it's like, my, you know, even my wife, she's like, I don't understand. Like, how can you come home and be hungry? Like you're around food all day. Like you have, you can make any single thing you want. Like you could have somebody else make you this, that, and Weird. the other. And I'm like, you know, that's all, that's all true. But usually... It's like when you're in the moment, the last thing you want to do is basically um, eat the same things that you're, that you're always making. Right. Um, and I also think like, you, you know, we're, all, we're always on our feet, we're always on the go, so it's like usually we're standing up eating and, you know, we're, we're hunched over, a, a, you know, a, a counter or something and just eating on the, on the fly. But I think, like, the, the worst habit is not taking, it could be 10 minutes out, you know, and, and, and taking, let's say it's 12 o'clock, I want to talk, it's like, all right, then I'm gonna go eat my lunch, you know? Yeah. And then at, you know, 6 o'clock, I'm gonna go eat my dinner, you know? You should do that. Like, try your,
1: I mean, one week, there's surely yeah, some beautiful places. to sneak away, sit down. There's
2: no excuse. There there's is no, no excuse. excuse you can try except, for me. except just, you know, I'm just, I'm terrible at it. So I feel like if I could get that piece of the puzzle, yeah. and then, you know, also incorporate, healthy things into it and, you know, do less pilferging in the kitchen you know, less <laughs> snacking throughout the day, um, I think I'd be all right. I think a, I would be healthy. I'm a big have fan of ever, the reward system. Oh, sorry. Oh, go go, ahead, ahead, go, ahead. go I'm, ahead. I'm a big fan
1: of the reward system, so I think, like, you should reward yourself. Like, like, if I can do two weeks where, you know, four times each week I've done that, then, like, I don't know, buy or something. Just like Because I, I think there's habits, like, they build on themselves if you start, but otherwise, it just never happens. Right.
0: You know? So have you ever, like just thought of it like like, threw something together like it makes no sense and you're like this is pretty good put it on the menu
2: i mean a lot of times (laughs) that's how some of the things end up um you know we will we do family meal every day so you know we will cook for the front of the house the back of the house the hotel um and sometimes the most basic things that just kind of get thrown together right um you know end up being a banger it's like well you know we could we could evolve this, 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 uh, you know, into something and make it a little bit more elegant, but, you know, we'll totally get inspired from those things that we just do for, you know, for the, right. for the, for the, for the staff. I love a family meal, so that's just a
1: daily kind of thing, people are all coming together yeah, eating. Yeah, it's just part oh, of the culture.
2: Uh, a lot of times, you know, again, we are, you know, we are the ones standing up and eating. Right. Um, sometimes we're the ones that will eat last, but uh, it's not really about that. It's about, you know, it's about the idea and that if we are... Um, in a position where we can sit down and take ten that we do all eat together. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it doesn't always work that way, but the most important thing is that we are making that meal that is going to bring us all together, um, that is going to nourish us for that day. Um, you know, sometimes you know people look forward to that. You know, yeah. whether they're working at three or four o'clock and. You know, they have all the time, the rest of the time during the day to eat, but they do look forward to coming in and you know having that meal with us. So it's it's just part of the culture, yeah, and I think it's to. important. It also is a great way to utilize everything in the kitchen and not you know cut back on waste. Yes. So um, you know, for us, it's one of those things where you know it's it's we've um, come this far, and it's, there's no reason to stop going. Yeah, I love hearing that. Actually, I think it's great to hear like that to, to utilize that
1: because I'm sure there's a lot of waste in any situation like this and so to know that
0: you're creatively using that i think is wonderful yeah do you have a bad habit Brandon? A bad half lots of and bad I don't habits <laughs> I know bad habit <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to get as angry i guess all the time
1: my, my anger is my bad habit. i
0: really i'm not an angry person but <laughs> yeah, like here like in my older age like its starting to come out a little bit more, because so you
1: keep having children
0: I guess that's what it is <laughs> so I'm like I'm trying to like, <laughs> like take a second like step back and like before I go off on somebody because I don't know I've kind of been not angry, but you know like yeah like just chill out for a second and then let's go handle the situation I, mean, I think
1: I it's know. the year I mean I think that yeah. the, the year has taken a toll on everybody that adjusts you know it's been one full year of life looking different. In it. Yeah. yeah, I've been I, trying I, to put
0: my phone away too during uh, like dinner time. Yes. So that's yes. I had a bad habit of like because like, I mean, a lot of times customers are calling me like because they're off work so they're doing their thing they're yeah. calling me at dinner time and I'm like trying to answer the phone because I always right. feel like I have to but I'm trying to like put it away I'm still got to work on it but I'm like trying to put it away for at least an hour or two while we eat dinner or whatever you know. And, yeah,
1: because all those little kids are watching and they're yeah, gonna learn yeah, too. Yeah, and that's I mean, so yeah, hard. yeah. Yeah, so. for me sleep is still a problem. Like I keep because I have so many kids. And now, so many teenagers, they're awake later. Like before, you know, you put your kids to bed at eight or nine, So you're like, well, that's a little bit of time. And now it's like, they're up till 11 or midnight. <laughs> and you're like, oh, when am I ever alone? So I have a really like, I'm going to bed. And I'm like, well, now I'm alone for an hour. And it's 1 o'clock uh, in the morning, but it's yeah. so quiet. Yeah. it's not sustainable to keep, you know, nope. that nope. that time. But yeah.
0: Alright, well, if uh, people wanted to follow you or the hotel on social, you got a, you got Instagram, you, you have all everybody your good food, or...
2: Absolutely, so it's Hayden S at Restaurant17, and then uh, you can check us out at Hotel
0: Demostique and Restaurant17 as well on uh, Instagram. started doing TikTok, why are you cooking? You know, my <laughs> wife is trying, is trying so to get everybody much, on TikTok. So much, <laughs> so much gruff.
2: Um, I should be marketing myself and promoting myself, and that's I guess that's another thing I guess I could, I could say about getting better at because I, to me, it's, um, I feel like it's not that important, but I guess other people might enjoy it. But I almost feel like, you know, the way things are, it's like it's almost like braggadocious, and I, I don't, right. I don't want to. Feel no, like, no,
0: you get caught down. I get caught down a rabbit hole of uh, on TikTok watching people cook. I'm like, oh, they look cool, That's and then I it. like, I like so, follow like all the like, and than thirty minutes is gone. I'm like, what it's the such a I'm, fine It's line. Yeah. a because so I don't want to I don't want it to seem like you know um, that we're out. You know,
2: again, being you know braggadocious and all, and like only that. showing <laughs> the wonderful <laughs> things, and you know everything's perfect. Uh, and I have so many food pics and everything else on my phone, I just, to me, I just, um, I guess I don't, I guess we do it all the time and yes, everything. Yes, yeah. Like I don't feel like, you know, I need to like, oh, this this is the one that's going on IG or you know, <laughs> this is the one right here that we need to put on the uh, website or something like that. Yeah, which um, by the way,
1: your website's looking, I'm, I don't know if you have any role in that, but they changed that, that looks gorgeous. Yes. It that's so really a, neat things with it.
2: Shout out to Blue Ridge Media. They've okay, uh, we've, we've, we've been working with them and they've been taking really good care of us. Um, but yeah, I would say that um, I could definitely get better at that. Maybe that's something I could uh, figure out. <laughs> and uh, a GoPro on your head, did, like a GoPro yeah. On it, we yeah. love
1: watching it, but I do right. totally understand that um, fine line
2: idea. Right. Yeah. So, but that has been one of the things that I, I'm, aware, I'm aware of, and I do need to figure out how to get better. Um, you know, I just started learning how to take selfies, so I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm behind the
0: game, like, like really behind the game. Oh man. Yeah. Hi, right, Lacey, where do we find you at? <laughs> Travelers rest
1: here on Instagram, Facebook, and website.
0: All right, you can find me at Tim's Mobile Detailing on all the things, and uh, definitely check me out on TikTok. On uh, TikTok. Yep. All right, so this was a fun and good conversation. But yeah. Thanks for having us. Good time. Thanks for having thanks. me. Tim's Mobile Detailing makes having a clean vehicle easy and convenient. We come to your home or office. We specialize in anything from maintenance detailing to ceramic coatings, please follow us on all the social medias at Tim's Mobile Detailing. Thanks. Have a great day.
1: We'd love for you to follow along at Travelers Rest Here. We share the stories of the people and the places of TR, a town that is just as charming as its name. Find us online at travelersresthere.com, on Facebook at Travelers Rest Here, and on Instagram at Travelers Rest Here. Subscribe online to our weekly newsletter for events and stories in TR. See you online!